your socks. All right, ready to kick us? Wires through the box, Jeff. All right, everyone, keep it clean. My oh. son's here tonight. <laughs> we have a guest. All right, welcome to Everyone Racers, a show designed for the world of low-dollar racing and oddball car culture. Ah! <laughs> oddball car culture. <laughs> That's a great Our start, Jeff. Oh, what nice. kind of... Shut up. What kind of... He's got an audience. He's nervous. Just ignore it. It's like those big brushes behind him. Mental's head. As long we, no matter what kind of eleven champ or lucky track dog you run, SECA or NASA, we won't discriminate. As long as you drive it hard and built it yourself. Join us each week for tech discussion, tips, tricks, news, and notes from the world of low dollar endurance racing. And whether it's on the spot, hello sweet, or lucky enough, and Chrissy gives us just a tip, we're sure you'll giggle a little and learn even less. Everyone, report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Chrissy. I'm Jeff. And I'm Mental, and we are Everyone Racers. Thank you all very much for coming back and listening to a T-rated tire episode of our podcast. It's episode 118. Merry Christmas. If you're not driving a car, and we're betting you are if you're listening to us, don't forget your E1R bingo card. Link's still in the show notes. We haven't updated it, but it's still funny. And hey, we're also good to listen to, not just in the car, but in the garage, too. Ooh, when you need something mindless behind you that you don't really have to pay attention to just for company. Uh, That's definitely us. We're good at that. (laughs) Uh, Mental's mental's, uh, brushes light up. They're Christmas treats. Chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim true. They look like the. You're going to come here and clean my (laughs) fluid with those things? True. Or they look like big versions of what I clean the tube on the camelback with. You know? Oh, well. Internet's a little slow. Anyway. <laughs> oh well. I, 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 I hopefully you can hear me. Is. I'm gonna yeah. do what I'm working on. Yeah. Please, so yes, Jeff. please, Jeff. What are what you working, working on? on? Uh, so it's all Christmas and Christmas prep here. Hey, I, Jen. I baked like forty loaves Bye, of Jen. pumpkin bread. Uh, I've been shopping, wrapping, dealing with relatives, planning two different dinners. Uh, we have a distributed cooking model here. So uh, the next couple of days, I'll be doing a portion of the meal of seven fish. I'll be frying a turkey. So they all require some days ahead prep. Uh, I did manage a Garage Heroes in Training podcast, two plus hours on the latest Star Wars movie with my son, Josh, uh, Craigers, his son, Noah. So uh, I just want to tell Jen Stewart, it's up Bye, now. Jen. Go ahead and listen. Oh, great. I did well send done, her a Facebook. Josh. Oh, good. <laughs> Your wife just decided, lights out, show's she done. She does that Go all the bed. time. All the time she comes in the back. <laughs> yep. Okay. Nice. Uh, Chris, what are, you, uh, what are you working on? I'm working on the Mercedes. It's mostly done, got it running, and then it through a check engine light for a cam slightly off code. So I have to then pull the driver's side bank back apart and retime the cams again on that side. This is what happens when you have four cams and all this crap and it's all got to be exactly right. So yeah, doing that. Uh, wrapped a lot you of make presents. it sound like it's just like, meh. No, it's you not. So, you were yes. so mad. Yeah, that's why I stopped working on it for the day. I said, that's it. I'm done. I'm going to do and something you're, else Then you now. came to bother me and you're like, uh-huh. what can we do? Oh, what can I do to help you? What can I do? And I was like, uh, go <laughs> to the garage. I had done I, I everything like, else. I would like something that doesn't require German levels of precision. Can yes. can we? Can you should go help Jeff cook? I had done everything else. <laughs> I've, I've 
fixed the exhaust hanger. I got the new tires on it. I checked the alignment. I even lubricated the window and sunroof tracks so they would operate smoothly. Yo, that's too much. Cut that out. It's absolutely not too much because that sunroof's getting a workout. Yeah, so all of that works great. I had to redo the memory on the window so they auto up, uh, like all that stuff. Uh, it's all lovely. Now I just got to take the driver well, said cams back out and retime them. Yay. Yay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Get, Metal, what have you been old. doing? Well, uh, let's talk about what Chrissy's been doing. Because actually, it sounds like this what? time you guys did something different. I was trying not to ask Chrissy what she was doing, like we always do, and trying to do something different. But if you want to ask Chrissy what she's doing, <laughs> then that's okay. Go ahead, Chrissy. I think he's opening it up. Either just way, so just a lot of Christmas fun around here. Uh, we do a lot of the, we do all the wrapping, lots of the shopping. Uh, that's mostly what uh, we do for Christmas. So we've been doing all of that. Uh, we had cookie time this weekend. I did uh, t- twelve hours worth of cookie baking. So that was a lot. I don't even know how many batches we made. A lot. Uh, that was Saturday. And then I had, you know, wrote out some cards and gifts and yeah, worked a little bit today, work a little bit tomorrow, and then it's Christmas Eve. So all good. Nothing interesting. Mental, what are you doing? So in our constant unpacking of the garage, we actually came across some of our Christmas lights. So now we're not the Grinches on the street. So we've got some of our broadcast Christmas lights. We have those the blue and green lasers that shine on your house or up in the trees. So all of our palm trees are lit up with blue and green. And then we've got a lit up star and some other stuff. Nothing we, says that like Christmas. Blind? Yeah. Nothing says that Christmas like a blue blind? and green lit up <laughs> palm tree. That's Christmas. Red, 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 red and green. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I meant red and green. Okay. And, and no, no, unless you aim it directly into the cockpit. And actually, usually that just signals, hey, hey, land now. And they're landing anyway near my house. So it's fine. <laughs> we, uh, I actually did get some of that. If you guys remember my cheapo Chinese eBay chopper, uh, got it running again. And now I've got to put an exhaust on it. So there'll be a trip to the local cycle gear shop to get some silencers. We joined some of our local Vegas buddies in what it was our first time, but it's their annual tradition. So before we get into that, because Jeff, you're savvy on most things internet, and there's a good debate that crops up every year. So Chrissy, Beep culture is my jam. Right. Uh, Chrissy, you've never seen this movie, but Jeff, Christmas movie or not, Die Hard. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, totally. totally. All right, yeah, so. yeah, totally. And I feel like most of our listeners will absolutely come down on the side of, yes, Die Hard is totally a Christmas movie. So every year, some local friends of ours, they've got a really nice setup in their backyard with a gazebo. He starts a fire. Everybody goes out and sits in the backyard. And we watch Die Hard. So we did that last night. So that's what we've been working on. One guy at work in Christmas shirt day had a T-shirt that says uh, 1988 Nakamura Plaza Nakamura Christmas Plaza, Party. Right? Yeah. yeah. excellent i have to say this is my favorite my mom's favorite part of the show of when somebody brings up a movie or tv show that i have no idea about i'm telling you we need to add to the bingo card chrissy hasn't seen the movie pretty 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 much that could be right up there with mental comes in third and something. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's almost a free space we should start putting those in the corners actually we don't Mm -hmm. talk that much movies Oh, no. But it happens but every show that we talk about a video. Yeah, we don't have to talk that many movies because Chrissy hasn't seen any or, of them. Or something on every once YouTube in a while, I surprise or... you. 
Yes, you absolutely do. So, uh, Jeff, do you have the conductor uh, horn there? Because I feel like it's now time for us to segue into the next phase of our I, show. I, I don't know. <laughs> my my son put it on the floor. Hey, Josh, you still there? <laughs> so he didn't the, he didn't know horn. where it went. So he he put it on the floor. It, it, it goes to the floor. floor. It goes <laughs> to the floor. <laughs> Josh, say news and notes. News and notes. Oh, oh, somebody just lost sorry. the Sorry, <laughs> Erling. Sorry, Erling. The 11-year-old doesn't have a lot of place. Sorry, Erling. So anyway, here's the news and notes. Rebestus just announced that they have launched a brand new performance and racing website. So you can get your ST43s straight from Rebestus. Or not. Because I tried or, or to go not. on and I, I couldn't. They don't have the Acura Integra Type R listed on there to even try to get our pads from which is what our front brakes are. Wait, seriously? Yeah, like, and th- it's not like yeah, that's a ITR? weird car for motorsports. And they, no, oh, it's, that, the, it's, they didn't the, have it. It's the uh, minivan or the RDX, and yeah. They didn't, have, they didn't have an Integra at all. The only Acura they had was the NSX, and I don't want race pads for that, really. So anyway, back to your story, Jeff, but I'm yeah. just going to keep calling oh. Porterfield. Yeah. That's He's a- never going on track again, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess Porterfield will continue to get our business. Uh, really cool uh, graphs of all kinds of testing data. And it seems like the ST43, there's something called an ST45, which they claim is their endurance break. I, I feel like I need to call them and be like, no, no, change your website. Your website's wrong. ST43 is like the official well, endurance racing I break. I think the 45 is... Seem- yeah. Well, the 45, Jeff, is for actual sticky tires. I think the 43 has a little less friction coefficient, so it works a little better with 200 tread wears. So there's your actual answer, if you want to know. Sure. Well, see, we, you guys talked to the Ray Bestus people, didn't you? Or was no. That... Ray oh, Bestus right. was not. We did not see them at SEMA. Yeah. All right. I didn't know who was uh, the Hawk guy that knew our setup as soon as we said suck. Oh. Every single person I talked to said that the ST43 was the break for lemons. And they said, our brakes are going to be almost as good as the ST43s. Or we're <laughs> using the ST43s as our model. So, Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, check it out. Link in the show notes. All right. What else we got up there, Jeff? Uh, we had some, uh, I think yes. we all got some major news in our inbox. So lemons just introduced the year-end winners. So uh, Rude got in his little computer and looked at all of his di- all of his uh, charts and data streams, and, and then they pulled some of out. it right out of their butts. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, I will hold on a second. My son is having headphone problems. Okay, do you want me to keep going? He just left. No, no, <laughs> yeah. I got it. We're all good that's now. Just that's just because he's bored. Yeah, this is exactly. so boring. So uh, I'm going to suggest that we all open up the charts so that we could talk about who won. But we'll go over first the constructor and the constructor champion. Incidentally, the link to this will be in our show notes. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So constructor champion was BMW. Boring. They didn't even put on a picture. They refused to. <laughs> and then they said, well, forget that. Since we can pick anything we want to out of our butt, uh, we're going to make the constructor champion Mitsubishi. And they said that um, the real constructors champion, there were four Mitsubishis that all charted this year, including a Starion that won IOE and a Mitsubishi Plymouth powered Plymouth Duster that somehow finished a race P2. 
too. So that's crazy. So four Mitsubishi Motors, but only three cars. Okay. okay. I, Why I, would somebody put that in a car? No, um, they, they, no it came that way. It came. Oh. Yeah, Chrysler has a history of rebadging various terrible other cars, namely Mitsubishi's, but also <laughs> like the Plymouth, the, the Holden something or no, no Hillman Cricket. Holden. The Hillman, Hillman, yeah, the Hillman. Hillman Cricket was the mm-hmm. Plymouth Cricket or something along those lines, and like you could Plymouth one point, Arrow. right? You could buy at one point all kinds of ridiculous things in a Chrysler showroom, like British cars, Japanese cars, a Volkswagen powered Omni, which is actually French. It's, I mean, the whole thing was a mess in the 70s, and it continued into the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Yes. And then they DSM thing, and they had partnerships. It, it got ugly. Yeah. I feel like these are the Mitsubishi Motors, that the ones that were just built right, the ones that were built on a Tuesday after you know a wrestle weekend, and they're just the the motors that were left. Like all the other ones, you know, these are the ones that should have been used for breeding purposes because they're just the the only Mitsubishi motors that are still running. Well, it shows you how bad Chrysler is when they have to go to Mitsubishi <laughs> to get better parts. <laughs> I know there are some other champions, so I'm going to turn the microphone over. Go, Chrissy. The deconstructor <sighs> champion was a Corvette. Uh, eight different Corvettes ran lemons, and the, we had the Chevy unveiling their Gen 8. Uh, incredibly, one finished, a, a, not the Gen 8, the one of the uh, Corvettes that ran in lemons finished third overall at Ridge, and uh, that was a C3 powered by a BMW 6. Others so were... they made a crappy car boring. Sure. But it, it actually worked, which is, hey, if a disco vet is running boring. a BMW motor and it's still running, that it's still kind of cool because it's... Yep. <laughs> and the other, all the rest of them that ran were uh, C4s that variously emitted blue smoke, startling noises, and occasionally flames. Yep. That's a Corvette, man. Right? So the the Copa de, Copa de Bondo went to Salty Thunder Racing. Now, we've had the pleasure of meeting this, uh, the gentleman who runs that team. We were out in Denver. And they are, he is specifically stupid enough not to run just one Fiero, but two and two. seriously yeah uh so and even better he lives in utah it's like salt lake and races at the denver races and he has one truck and one trailer he drives one fiero out leaves it there drives home to salt lake city from denver not a short drive picks up the no. other one brings that to the track and you have to do that again when you go home so he makes four trips back just for one race to do this to race a Fiero. Great guy, though. Super nice. Uh, always have great themes and costumes and bring good times to the paddock. So, hey, Holy so they got the top crap. prize. Holy crap. Yeah. I've, I've done that drive. It is darn near a day, and you <laughs> spend a disproportionate amount of it at driving at 6,000 feet across uh, Wyoming. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He deserves it. That That's amazing. Yeah. So... Anyway, good good job on you guys there. Um, some team and driver championship. There's a you know we'll go through a bit of the the, the regional ones, but hey, apparently Ginger Race Team is following the model that so many before have come to use, and we are not the originators of this. We blatantly stole it too from uh, Rally Baby back in the day. <laughs> but uh, by racing all of the cars everywhere they go, even though they're mostly boring BMWs, Ginger Race Team came in on top. 
Um, they didn't get an overall win, but they just had a lot of cars and a lot of good performances. So they uh, were ahead of Tetanus for second place and uh, those schmucks at Three Puddle Mafia for third. <laughs> That's like they have double our points. Yeah, almost. Ginger Racing. That's yeah. crazy. Like they hit six cars at Red Atlanta, for example. So uh, that's we a don't lot. know. We don't know that many people. Yeah, well, we, and we I, could, well, we'd start getting like, oh, I would say we could get garage heroes to run under our banner, but I really don't want them to. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Damn. Sorry, not shots sorry. fired. Ouch. I don't Ouch. think Bill's upset by that one. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we we should say that there's a lot of people on the national that we always see. Uh, Lemonade, Eyesore, Save the Tatas, Knox Vegas, Cerveza. If you want to know who's good, just just go read those national champions because some people bring a lot of cars, but if you look at the meat of the list, there's some damn good racers down there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, should we look at or should we should we talk about the East, West, South? Well, let's do national first? drivers first. Let's say quick, Chris Blizzard out and uh, he's you know primarily based in California, but he flies everywhere and starts to race. He's kind of following the the Anton Lovett model, who came in fourth this year of <laughs> fly around yeah. and drive other people's stuff, uh, and they get you a driver's championship or hit second in a row. Nice job, Chris. He's a nice guy too. So there you go. Yes, he is. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons he flies around is everybody likes having him around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, All right, East. everyone. Oh, East, you want to do East first? Why don't you talk on. about the East? Yeah, well, I'm going in order. Yeah, sure. There's all that. So uh, I was the punching East. them differently. Uh, so, yeah, so we won. Momrath second. Um, again, we know all these people because we know all these people. Punisher GP, <laughs> Tire Festival, Bazinga, Silly Nannies. Silly Nannies, we got to talk about them really quick. So they don't seem to register their entire team under the same name. So they actually have, let's see, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and ninth with Garage Heroes in the middle and eighth. Congratulations, Bill, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> we like to call that the shower portion of the standings. So you've got uh, the Garage Heroes on either side in the showers well, with the silly minis. If, if they actually would have okay registered. leave the door open, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they would have registered together, they would have been third. <laughs> well, doing so simple things not. seems hard for them. If uh, just watch them load their trailer, that's all. Exactly. I'll say. <laughs> that was a good time. I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know who I was surprised to see in the top ten there? The great gobs of oil. Well, they have two or three cars, and I think if you bring multiple cars to every race, you you kind of just get the points by showing up, as we know. Uh, yeah. Drivers from the east. Uh, Dan Perlicky, Daniel Perlicky, Amanda Tully, James Mansour. Anybody know who Daniel Perlicky is? No, no, I mean Amanda and James. I know they're Momrath, but who, I don't know who Dan is. Yeah, uh, Dan Daniel is one of the silly nannies. I have no idea which one. I'm sure he's Polish. I'm sure. He's <laughs> I was going to say he's, he's probably the Polish one. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure he's the guy who, whatever it is, he somehow somehow has trumped all the rest of the guys on their team, because I don't see. He's the only another... organized one, 
So he's the one I, that ends up registering all the cars. Yeah, and therefore like he's Chris. on all the cars and therefore that's he gets exactly that. what it is. Which is the same he, way. He must. That's right. That's how I won the East Driver standings a couple of years ago was because I was registered on all of our cars and we didn't always have four drivers. So I got extra points. <laughs> well, I, I don't think you were. Yeah. I don't uh-huh. see any other the silly nannies in top in the top ten except maybe way down at the bottom. Uh, but here's another interesting piece: Dean Halter, Matt Ferratis, all in the what are they like twelve, thirteen, somewhere in there. Nice, cool. I would now. I do want to acknowledge James and Amanda because usually that's just a, a two or three driver show, and they yeah. only run the one car. I mean, that is like legitimately earning those driver standings. Yeah, Eric gave him a shout-out in the national championship, basically saying these two drivers with one car almost won the national championship. So, Yeah, cool. All right. All right, moving on. Midwest. I got to punch the button. Who's doing Midwest? Midwest, uh, we've got Cone Killer, Wisconsin Crap Racing, and Lemonade. Lemonade, they're, they're usually a powerhouse wherever they show up. I would think probably a lot of their Midwest points, lack of Midwest points, is because they race a lot of East Coast racing and kind of spread out their uh, their standings. I've never seen them on the East Coast, but okay. No problem. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, golf. Midwest. Uh, yeah, golf, yeah. sure. Golf, All right. yeah. Yep, and Midwest uh, drivers. My favorite team on this list is uh, the Petrosexuals because SpaghettiOs. <laughs> True. Good one, yeah. Uh, do we know any of those drivers? I don't. Nathan Schloman uh, and Steve Peterson and Mark Johns. I'm looking at the top three, Jeff, that you put in the notes. Oh, Remember okay. those? Yeah. I, I, so why are you said, going to the I said to click on the list. And look no, the no, because no, then. No, that's too much work. All right. All right, so in the South, we uh, I, I we know the Ginger Race team in Surreal Time. Uh, they're they're Honda team, aren't they? Oh, Surreal yeah. Time is, yeah. Ginger's BMW's yeah, right. Surreal Times Honda. And Burp That's is cool. a E36 with the beer taps on the back. Right. That's, uh, oh, do... that's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they do pretty well. I don't they're fine out there. Seem to do well. Good job. Mm-hmm. Uh Save the Tata's onset and Knox Vegas also pulling up top five in there. Well, and uh in the golf standings, Ginger Race Team onset and Ron Burgund Z, and I think that just comes down to that uh, they had a couple of wins or like uh, like top fives. So I know they they won um Houston when we were down yeah. there. That that gets them the thirteen points they have. He's three to enter and ten to win. So yeah. that's, well, that's what that go. is. So One win. win. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And golf driver standings. I just like this guy's name. Nice job. Van Duke. If that's your real name. Uh, well, he totally yeah. made that up. <laughs> if he did, then good job. That's nice. One of He's the Duke boys. Though. The lesser known, not the Charger, <laughs> not the Jeep, not the truck, the van. The van. The van. The All right. Now, out west, I think I defaulted to this because I'm the west guy. Uh, I saw racing. They're always, they show up. They run well. They do well. Uh, Hella shitty. They uh, have their umbrella boys as well. Cerveza, it's still going strong. How many, we we covered this a couple of uh, shows ago. How many races have they had now on that car? The, the, one of the races winning this cars, but yeah. Isor is over 50 races at this point. Isor, yeah. On On the one Miata. Although now I think they've. They replaced the front half once and most of the back half once, so it's like you know George Washington's hatchet. I replaced the handle twice and the head three times, and still George Washington's <laughs> hatchet. So, yep. yeah. 
Cerveza is just doing it. Just one car, one team, winning races, doing well. And then, of course, on set and tetanus. Yep. Moving out to the uh, drivers out there. We know most or a lot of these people. The top driver, again, Christopher Blizzard, because he is West Coast based, but he, he flies is. around and does a lot of stuff. Uh, Dan Earlrich, Sarah Fairfield, and Ryan Meeks. Congrats Sarah, to those folks. Sarah and Ryan are on uh, ISOR. Yeah, well, that, yeah, they, they, they all tracks. So, folks, if you want to see your name on that listing, make a lot more friends. <laughs> you know, it's or funny. Drive uh, better. True. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the onset tetanus crew. Not only do they go to a lot of races, but they go to a lot of races in a lot of regions because they may not have won every region, but you can see like Anton and 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 some of the other onset tetanus as a team charting in i think three different regions well they used to be tetanus was primarily golf based but now the and principles are midwest colorado and it's very easy for them to get to california yeah and anton's yeah. always been california so yeah there you go there you go all right now moving on to some other stuff upcoming races going into their final season race the champ car standings Currently, as of 18 December, first is the Visceral Racing Group in an 87-944. They're poised to win the championship. Second, Cone Crushers in a, wait for it, 87-944. And third is rbank slash 90racing.com in a 91CRX. And this coming weekend is going to be their final regular season race at Sebring. The championship is actually going to be at Sonoma in February, but since this is happening after the holidays, after our ne- before our next recordings with Bill Strong and his crew, they're headed down there. And right now, that is going to be on Sebring. 82 cars. 24 of those are BMWs. Boring. 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 21 Miatas. Only two Hondas. Half of that Honda field is actually going to be our friends Fat Crack Racing. Five P cars and a Hot Rod Lincoln Mark 8. Good luck, everybody. Enjoy it. Fantastic. Awesome. Listener feed. Oh. Turn it on. Listener feedback time. How do you do the tube of mockery <laughs> when you're holding the bullhorn of mockery? <laughs> Jeff is a special kind of talented. So That's right. I have yeah. a degree in broadcast communications, in case you haven't heard. Yeah. <laughs> Helps him every day. So uh now, listener feedback, because he is Dr. Florida Man, Donnie posted on his own Instagram, quote, If you're taking advice from Matt Everyone Racers this week, keep in mind, a gallon of water weighs 23% more than a gallon of gasoline. You're going to be lifting 9.3 more pounds training over the winter with water than gasoline. Not only will be learning how to use your jugs, but you'll be strength training as well. It's a great top tip there, Donnie. Thanks. Thanks for doing that math. Yeah. That's wow. tough. Question. <laughs> All of us who have seen Donnie in the flesh... Think he knows anything about weight training? Actually, yes. Maybe. He knows something about <laughs> exercising his arms. But That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, that's a shot. Yes, I say, no, dude, I, I've, I've seen, every time I see Donnie, there is notably less of him. He is oh, really, really actually, yeah, no, he, I haven't is, seen him since Pittsburgh. So yeah, no, he is uh, actively uh, addressing that because he wants to be a faster driver. Oh, but, I take it back oh. then. Good job for you. Giant Dave, not to be outdone, called uh, Dr. Florida Man out on our IG post, and he said, haven't listened yet, but your Christmas break homework is to start listening to E1R, and two, quit being stubborn on the needed upgrades to trim down your pit stop times. Mm. <laughs> so uh, it, help me out on the pronunciation, Dan, 
Did we decide it's Guileless? Guileless. It is Guileless. Dick Guileless showed up on our Facebook. I know he told us, but I don't remember. <laughs> showed up on our Facebook with a pair of great tips. He said, great episode. He said, here's two hot tips. Videotape your pit stops to see what you can do better. And I totally love this idea. Instead of dropping ice in his coolers and scooping out water, he just swaps the cooler. He's got a cooler with ice and water in it, the right amount of ice and water. Mm. He unbuckles, unsnaps the two tubes, drops the other one in, snaps on the tubes, does his ratchet strap, done. He thinks it's faster. Probably is. Ah. It probably is. The problem is I think our our, uh, electrical connection would be tough to do with your gloves on. Uh, It just needs to be a little bit more robust. It's a quick quick plug-in. It only goes in one way. Um, yeah, and it's only one plug, but it's it's not the strongest thing. Like we could beef that up a little bit and do that. But really, well, he we designed. A, yeah, we need a better mounting system as opposed to a ratchet strap over the top tied down to whatever hole we Pro- can find probably. on the floor. And yeah. the problem is, it, it's all the bigger problem is that it's the floor is not flat where it is, so it is sitting <clears throat> on yeah. a corner at, at least once a weekend. One of our coolers we goes dump over, it. right? We've gotten oh, yeah. better at it. Yeah. The Civic uh, one. I love the idea, over. though. Yeah. It's a great idea. It is. Absolutely. Okay. And Chris Egan agreed that about the importance of pit stops. Thanks for the subject. Pit stops are by far uh, the worst of our races, so all insight on how to be better are great. But he opened with, the conductor loudspeaker is still hilarious. Much approved. Cool. <laughs> you know who else I hear likes the conductor loudspeaker? <laughs> Hi. What's going on? Hi, Chrissy's mom. That's it. What? Hi, Chrissy's mom. I'm sure you're being It's Christmas. Okay. Yeah. It is Christmas. Uh, okay. So, man. Topic time. Okay. So, uh, in, according to a year-old article. On the Atlantic, there are over 75,000 iRacing users, and the pros don't usually rank in the top 20. More than a few amateur teams have sim time as a requirement. There's no doubt this is a part of our future. So Chris and I took the plunge. Let's talk about it. You can do it, too. Go ahead. We're going to talk about all the different parts. I, I make light of this, but I genuinely, I, I probably text Chris once a week with his inputs on completely non-racing related subjects because I just, I got a glimpse of his research mindset when I bought Sandy, the Land Rover, and he sent me a condensed file of everything that he had used to research his particular year choice of Land Rover and then why he chose that Land Rover and everything he knew about that particular Land Rover. This is also how I'm ending up with a Mercedes. So given your mindset, when you were choosing your components, and we're going to go over those components because I want to hear it, but I want to know where your priorities were. Well, um, it really was about the best value I could get. We didn't want to get something stupid expensive, but I wanted something that was going to work well and work well for a little while. It wasn't just going to muddle through because if we're going to do this, let's try to do it right enough. Um, so some of the specs you're going to need first, first off, we need a computer and you can be a laptop or a desktop. I chose a desktop because it was cheaper for the performance you get. And I we're not going to really tote it around very much. So that seems okay. 
So uh, some of the necessary specs, we're going to geek out a little bit if uh, if you care about this kind of thing. Really a great thing to do is just go to iRacing's website and they say most of this. You need a four-core CPU or better. Some examples are like AMD, FX, Intel Core i5, Ryzen's. Um, a bit about CPU ratings. In the Intel world, the numbers, the higher the number, the better it is. So uh, i3 is the base, and then i5 is better, i7 is better than that, i9 is better than that. On Ryzen, it's the same thing. They have 3, 5, 7, 9. So the higher the number, the better it is. So you notice that you know, iRacing says you only need a core i5. There you go. That's that's where you get started. So I was going to say, this is really hard to figure out. Wait, wait. The bigger the number, the faster. Yeah. You got, got it. it. That's, I'm trying to dumb this down. <laughs> then they're going to change the letter someday. It's going to be the, it's going to be like the J yep. one all of a sudden. Exactly. You know, so. you guys might that, but I remember the days of the 476XX and having a P75 processor. So they will change it. 8086. Yes. 80, 80, um, so uh, beyond the, the, the 3579. I had an 8086. That's old. Yeah. <laughs> Commodore 64. Um, so beyond that, the, there's a four-digit number after all of them. Like, you know, we have a – like the one we ended up with was a Ryzen 5 3600. So of the 3600, that the, the three is also better than the ones or twos because they make a Ryzen 5, you know, 1600, et cetera. So w- even within the different different grades, there are grades. So this is supposedly is pretty decent for the money. Um so you just at least again, you need a five or better, uh, and ideally it's it's a, not just the base model five if you want it to last. So for graphics card, you need at least a two gigabyte dedicated graphics card, not just the one that's inherent on the chip. You need a separate graphics card. So examples are like NVIDIA GeForce GTX, uh, ATI Radons. We ended up with a NVIDIA GTX sixteen sixty, which is a six gig graphic card. So Ooh, mental, mental you were first. And to that end, I told you guys that uh, I've got a an Air Force buddy, but his side business is building computers for gamers and things like that. And I had casually mentioned to him I wanted to do this. And much like people on this podcast, he, ooh, it's a problem to solve. He's already built the computer. And he, it, especially with, and you guys will get to this, with the, the video system you guys are using, you actually can't overspend on that video card. He was telling me about that the other night. Yeah. Jeff? Uh, I was just going to mention that in my research, because I'm a laptop guy, I don't have a desktop, uh, it's very hard to find laptops that are running dedicated video cards with a lot of memory on it. So a lot of times your really expensive laptops are going to fall short in this. They're going to have great processors. They're going to have onboard memory. They're going to have you know, everything except... A dedicated graphics card so be careful on that if you happen to be a laptop guy like I. and the whole point of this is to start training your eyes and so if your video is lagging yeah what are you doing well that's why we went with the desktop we had i haven't owned a desktop pc since an imac in like 2004 i think was the Mm -hmm. last non-laptop i had so (laughs) um, and we, we bought this only to do this thing so there we go uh but graphics card yeah it's critical um, RAM, you need some RAM. You need at least eight gigs of RAM. RAM's also pretty cheap, though, so it's an easy thing to upgrade. Uh, ours came with 16, which is apparently more than we're going to need for a while. Um, mm-hmm. Hard drives, you need 10 gigabytes of free space. That's not that much. 
You know, if you're buying new, you probably want to buy something with a solid state drive as opposed to the old spinny metal hard drives because they're just a lot faster. And, you know, if you're not going to be using it for storing massive amounts of pictures and videos and music and data, you don't need a, a 2T drive. You can, like we ours has a 512 SSD, which is way more than we're ever going to use on this thing. And we could always add totally. more later because it's a desktop. It's got huge amounts of room inside this giant case. Um, it also has lights and spinny lights, lights. and fans. <laughs> it all lights fancy. up. All... It has a remote control. Oh, yeah. Very... Well, you can make it like disco on its own. But apparently cooling is a real thing with these. Like heavy-duty gaming computers are liquid-cooled. Like you actually hook it up to a liquid source to keep it cool. Um, this one's just nice. air-cooled. You know, it's, so it's, it's and, uh, not going to be as reliable. If you're racing the Lemons tracks, make sure it's just water in that liquid cool. Absolutely. No way any... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and Yo Man likes his air cooled ones though, so it's okay. Yes, mental. Yeah. And he puts them behind the seat. I don't know what that's all about. This is the <laughs> only thing left over from my computer knowledge of the late, you know, uh, early '90s, late '90s. Is when you're thinking about RAM, think of that as a surge pump. So if you're running a lot through there, that's why you need to upgrade your RAM. Good way to go. Yeah, it's the the stuff it uses for brief times of memory. It's good. Um, operating system, you've got to run Windows. At this point, just run Windows 10 because the support for 7 is gone. Don't bother with 8. Just get 10 and be done with it. As a PC guy and probably the only PC person on the podcast at the moment, Windows 10 is a great platform in general. Um, anybody who's out there not running Windows 10 because, oh, I don't like to do it, Microsoft, Windows 10 fixed a lot of problems. Just run it for in general. I've heard that lie so many times. I mean, I use Windows 10 at work, and I have it on this computer, and I say I'm annoyed by it about how it does things compared to the Mac, but whatever. Anyway. You're always annoyed. Yeah. It's not a Mac. That's the problem. Well, it doesn't. No, totally. I'm annoyed about Macs. I know. It's a little bit less intuitive. Like, it just doesn't just work. As well, you have to do more to make it work, and I, I don't want to do. It. I just want, said, like, I just want to plug the wire in and have it work. But no, I have to. Oh, do you want to turn that on? Yes, I want to turn that on. You sure you want to? Yes, I want to turn that. On. You sure you want? Yes, it's supposed to just, <laughs> just work. It, How about it that? looks like you're trying to turn something on. Would you like some help with that? Yeah. Oh, it looks like okay. you're trying to write a suicide note. Just Would you like move some help on. With that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 all, all right, right. move so, on. Anyway, our computer, all the specs I said, ours. Uh, I got a Black Friday deal on Amazon. It was about seven fifty including a keyboard and mouse shipped and it's worked great so far. So there's that wired or wireless keyboard and mouse wired, but that's okay. cheap to get, but you do actually need a keyboard and mouse no matter what you, you do need that to, because it's a computer. You still have to like run this program. You don't just turn oh, yeah. it on and iRacing shows up. It's an application. All right. Um, you need, <laughs> or even you need, then you need to push test and, but, but if it was a Mac, it probably would. Yeah. So you need pedals, you need a wheel, and you need a shifter. So you can range from pretty crappy, like you know, the kind that, that your five-year-old uses on their, you know, just to you know, their plastic game, uh, or like to a full-out metal pedals with hydraulics and all that stuff for many thousands of dollars. The kind of easy button mid-range is a Logitech G29 or G920. Uh, it's 225 for all three of those components. A uh, Thrustmaster, which is just fun to say, uh, T300 or <laughs> TX. Yeah. Yep, that's another good option. So one of those are kind of good mid-range stuff. Mental. 
So on those steering wheels, because this has always been the curse of watching simulators, is the lack of correspondence with the motion of your steering wheel versus a real car. And so what is your range of motion on that G920? Oh, I mean, it'll it'll go plenty, but um, I never really maxed like it out. Like how many turns... Okay, how many lock. turns yeah, lock to lock? Yeah, I, I don't really know. Like, I've not turned lock to lock, but when you're driving it, it totally makes sense. It's not like you're turning it half a okay. turn and go around a corner. Like, you turn your wheel hands, and it works. No, it's exact. It's it's very much like you're driving. Yeah. You wouldn't need to go lock to lock. Like, even when I've spun and I've needed to, like, turn a lot to get back onto track, it's still fine. Like, there's no – it's just, like, it's pretty much just yeah, like a it's, real wheel. Yeah. It's, it's a non, basically, it's a non-issue, mental. It's a non-issue. And it, well, yeah. and I and I ask that because I think the 920 refers to the number of degrees exactly that the steering wheel can go, and that I I think that you guys got exactly what you want because if you get just a 180 wheel, it's not going to be realistic and it's not going to correspond. Oh, yeah, now this one's exactly like tell, a car. As far mm-hmm. as I can tell in my research, none of them are 180. Most of them are like 720, and 920 is bragging because they're 200 degrees more. Yeah, but a lot of times no. the cars aren't going to have that far of a steering rack. Like the steering isn't going to be slow on the cars you're using, so you're never even going to get that far. Because so, so you're not driving the Rolls Royce. No, <laughs> they, surprisingly, iRacing no. does not have a '69 Rolls Silver Shadow. Who knows? <laughs> what? I know. Oh, well, it's because you'd make one God. lap and have to brake pit because your brakes were on fire. All right. That's a simulator. <laughs> that's you know. Uh-huh. That's it's 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 Good. like the the you the Swedish thing. See the smoke in the mirror. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, you need to be able to see what you're doing. So your choices are essentially one monitor, three monitors, or a virtual reality of some sort. Monitors take up a ton of space. Like putting three decent-sized monitors in, you know, the curve in front of you is a lot of room. I mean, it it's, gives you a good view. But like, you know, we were looking at we're comparing other people's setups on our little um, Slack channel. And like Tom Lomino's is enormous, where ours with no monitor yes, is like, huge. It, it doesn't take up much room at all because it's just where someone's sitting. Um, so that's something to know with monitors. You do have to have a, a sturdy mount to hold all these monitors up and the HDMI cables to run them all. So that's that. It is, though, much easier just to get in and drive because you get in, you sit down, you've got your monitor right there to run the computer. You, you click, launch the program, and boom, there it goes, three monitors right there. <clears throat> VR, though, is completely immersive. You have this headset on. You have the earbuds in for the sound. You're in that world. You are. You have no idea what's going on around you, for better or worse. Uh, it is a little bit more... <laughs> like Christmas dinner last night, because he was playing. I was. So... <laughs> it wasn't Christmas dinner. I said, dinner. hello. I had no idea. Hello. I was, Chrissy, I was I'm, Chrissy, I'm going to let you on a little secret. He, he doesn't care. I was driving Daytona <laughs> in a NASCAR truck at the time. Which I have to say was kind of boring. We'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> so, oh God, uh, it's a left turn. Oh God, it's yeah. a left turn. Yeah. So VR, it's it's super immersive. It's more it's more expensive, and you de- need a more powerful computer to run it well. Um, but you can also use it for other stuff. Like if you like gaming in general, it's kind of neat. Like for, you know, Vader Immortal came with it, so I'm in the lightsaber dojo and and using the force and <laughs> so stuff. there. Yeah, so like I've tried that mostly just to kind of get used to using VR, um, and it, it's neat. It's a toy. It's a you know big kid toy, but it's still kind of fun. So, um, but you don't need all this really. Like you can just get away with a single monitor 
and and go that way too. So you have kind of three separate choices there. Mental. So with the VR, did you need to somehow correlate the location of your gear shifter? Because I imagine you set it up to mimic the Honda as much as possible. And in the VR world, does it show up in the same place? Do you have to place it there as some sort of setting option? No, they're completely separate. The shifter is just you know an actual H pattern shifter, six speed that mm-hmm. sits on a metal stand to the right of the keyboard or the right of the steering wheel, right where you'd expect mm-hmm. it to be. It's completely intuitive, and you don't see yourself shift in the game. Like you, you just have okay. to, your, your hands don't are always the on the wheel. The you know, you yeah. see the cockpit perfectly. You can yeah, look you see around, everything you else. See the you dash, just don't you see, see everything, but your hands always yeah, remain on the wheel. Flappy paddles. Well, your hands always remain in the wheel, and you can just use the flappy paddles. You don't need the H-pattern shifter, even if you're running a street car. You can just use the flappy paddles. And in fact, a lot of the cars in the game, outside of the normal like you know sports cars, are sequential shift. Whether they be like a Legends car, is sequential shift. Um, mm-hmm. a, you yeah, know, okay. the inter- the international rally cross stuff, the um, you know the trophy truck that it's got, uh, all yeah, that yeah. crap. Um, is all sequential. And the way to do the sequential on the H pattern is kind of annoying. It's You put it into first for an upshift, and fourth is a downshift. So it takes a significant amount of learning to do that, where otherwise just flappy paddles are easy. So what you do is you just change your settings before you're racing the different kinds of cars to go tell it this is upshift, this is downshift. And you can change it that way. But for, you know, we're doing this mostly to do it for sports cars for actual what we do. So the H pattern is nice because um, you can heel toe. Like, if actually it works, you can feel the difference. You, you know, you can get your sh- rhythm for shifting. Like, if you're trying to get in a rhythm on a track before you go, you're going to get used to, all right, I need to brake here, clutch here, et cetera, um, a little more realistically than if you were just flappy paddling. So. What what automotive for the, the iRacing? I know, I think their baseline was. I want to say it was a Solstice, like they had a, a a sponsorship deal when they were first developing the software. What are your normal car options? We will get there. We'll talk more about. Okay, that hey, excellent. On. Now the we'll other aspect of the other aspect of sim racing is a lot of people. You're trying to simulate as much as humanly possible. So a lot of the monitor options I've seen folks actually put on their Hans and put on their helmet and get in there and actually, or if you want to get full crazy, throw on their suit and sweat because, oh, God, it's just like racing at home. Is there any sort of uh, helmet option with the Oculus so you feel the the mass on your skull? Or is the all Oculus, kinds, there are all and, kinds uh, of accessories. You don't need it. Yeah. Uh, the, the, okay. the Oculus is so heavy that you don't – I, I – I, you wouldn't be able to wear a helmet. It's like, as heavy as your helmet, almost. It, it absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. When you get out of, when you're done with it, you have end up. We end up with little uh, red marks under your, uh, like right on your cheekbones, and yeah, because it, the whole helmet is laying on your face. So but I would not make, suggest that. Well, they do make head gear things to hold it up a little bit better than the strap that comes with it, so that you don't have as mm-hmm. much of the problem Chrissy's talking about, and so that it just kind of sits a little better. So you could probably find something that would work, and maybe if you had like a big iPort open face helmet, you could probably get it to fit on there, um, but it would be tough. I haven't looked at the accessories there to see, or, so go take Or if a you look. got an old crappy helmet, cut it or something, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. No, I think but, you're, you're, you're so, so submerged. Yeah. anyway like you you can see your arms wearing a, a a suit so like i don't know i i don't think you need it i feel yeah. like you are you there's like the one that most of the cars we were having had window nets like 
you're in it. Like, especially with the Oculus. I don't think I, you don't need yeah. a suit to do it. I don't it. see any value okay. in adding like shoes. Yes. Maybe gloves, but mostly like decent shoes. Like, yes, I've done it in flip flops and bare feet, but you know, you, if you're trying to practice for a race, you're going to get more out of it if you have decent shoes on. So, and, and you guys folks, have the he's talking, Oculus... he's talking about simulating, not racing. Save, save your angry tweets about Chris racing in flip flops. He's not Florida man. Done. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have the Oculus Rift, is that correct? Uh, we have the Quest, Quest, Quest. which Quest. is the Rift is runs only off of a PC, you know, corded all the time. The Quest can run completely independently on its own, no cords, um, but we have to plug it into the computer and basically make it emulate a Rift to do what we're doing. So, mm-hmm. you might as well, if the Quest is more money, just buy the Rift. It's they're about the same price, so. Oh, okay. We, the, oh, yeah. Apparently, the Rift is very slightly better visual resolution, but we thought the versatility of the Quest for the same price would be nice to have, so that's why we bought the Quest instead of the Rift. Star Wars well, Dojo, duh. I was going to say, definitely better for swinging your lightsaber around. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Okay, so uh, seats. you got to have a seat and a seat mount. So first off, a seat. you can just have a folding chair. Um, some people, I kind of laugh, they have like full out the real racing like helmet containment seats and like like a thousand dollar seat for their simulator <laughs> and they have belts too i don't know why you need belts if you unless you have a motion sim you don't need a belt yeah that's kind of dumb um just get something comfortable so you can sit in it and something with a good spatial relationship between you and all the controls like you don't want it you know your steering wheel way up out in front of you or up too high or you know somewhere that's not going to be realistic um most stands come with a seat because most people don't just have extra car seats littering their basement like all the Lemons teams that I know do. So, <laughs> I was go, it's like, I know a whole lot of racing with a lot of expired seats sitting around. All right, like just the stock seats out of your car. Like, so I, I found the only stand I could find that didn't have a monitor stand and didn't have a seat on it. And so I saved a fair amount of money by doing that. It was only about, you know, $150, I think. It's kind of a no name. Amazon one, no seat, but you know, I came with brackets. I had to weld on a piece of angle iron to extend the brackets enough to fit the, the seat from the 300 ZX. I'm using the passenger seat from the Z. So, you know, but that works great. It's comfortable. It fits right. Um, it's just fine. So you I do you that. You the seat heaters in there, right? So you know, when you're down in the basement. Oh, this is the base model. Kidding me? It doesn't have seat heaters. <laughs> no, also, this is in the living room, so you don't need to be. Yeah. It's in the, <laughs> the second living room is this is the the gaming room now. So we're doing anything else with it. Yeah. Uh, so I only know from my Facebook uh, searching for cheap ass used gear because that's what I'm looking for. Uh, a lot of them are basically like they're not really seats or monitor stands. They're kind of like. Like steering wheel shifter pedal holders mm-hmm. that you can basically pull up to your office chair and next to your desk, you know. So they, so some of them hold all the bits and some of them hold some of the bits. Yep. So you can kind of mix and match with what your needs yeah. are. Or like when we first hooked it up just to try to get it working, we just used a desk and just clamped the wheel and the shifter to the desk. And I sat in my yeah. office chair, which I do not recommend using a rolly office chair for this. Um, you also need to find a way, <laughs> right? You also need to find a way to lock your pedals in place, like so they don't. When you step on the brake, they don't slide away from you. Things like that. 
Um, and honestly, that's yeah. a good, that's a good tip for building a race car too. You know, your brake pedal shouldn't slide away from you. It, it is. Yep. Reinforce your firewall. That's good. So there's a lot of things you can do. Again, the budget ranges hugely. You can spend you can spend fifty thousand dollars on a motion simulator, sure, or you can bolt a crappy you know, wheel and pedals to your desk in front of your laptop, and if your laptop's okay, you can get by. Um, really, the better the computer, the smoother the visuals are all going to be. So, yeah, and and they've been playing iRacing for many years. Yeah. So you know, depending on how will how much willing you are to to lower those graphic res, graphics resolutions, that's the lower models that we mentioned earlier. You know, if you can't afford the i seven and you get the five, you know, it right. still can be done. Yeah, I mean, eventually it's going to look like Minecraft, and you really want to kind of avoid that because it doesn't yeah. really give you a whole lot. Yeah. Now I know you mentioned the motion seats, and they're like extremely expensive, like many thousands of dollars. Um, but I've seen people just like literally, like especially you lemons guys. It's like two by fours and angle iron. Yeah. So you know, really, you can you you can build as much as you want. And I guess really in like my situation, it's like how much will the wife let this sh- crappy stuff? Who censored myself there? Uh, <laughs> How much crappy stuff are we going to litter the house with? You well, I, I see a pile behind you, Jeff, under the stained glass. So there, there is definitely a simulator. Yeah, that they uh, just clear all but, that. But you know, out. like like Egan's setup was all two by fours, and like on the ground, you know, like yeah. it couldn't work at on a desk. So, but um, motion simulators, since you're trying to go all in, but you have the, is it worth it? Do you think it would help? Do you think what, what do you what do you think? Uh, I would love to have a motion simulator if I could, but I wasn't willing <laughs> to spend that kind of money. What it turns out is I, I am not as good at racing by visual cues as I am by feel, having done this for 20 years. So I keep spinning out in the Miata mm. Cup cars that I'm practicing in. I have rolled it twice. I have crashed it pretty regularly. <laughs> I Because it starts to get just a little bit loose. Like just that, just enough that I would just put in a, a you know a dab of oppo and catch it and be on my way and have a nice time. But I'm not getting the visual cues like I like so, I do so, butt cues. Yeah, you're missing the buttometer. Yeah, totally. And that's apparently a lot of how I drive is that because I'm not seeing the visual things happening until it's too late, and then I'm spinning out. That's no, very me... interesting that that that's that brings that it, that is giving you an opportunity for self reflection of how you drive the car. That well, I find that fascinating. As I have, I'm I'm going end over end and I'm sliding on my roof at Laguna, like my fourth lap out of this Miata. <laughs> <laughs> makes you think, huh? How about that? So yes, Jeff. So so, so I'm going to talk a little bit here because I have never done iRacing. I have never owned an iRacing setup, but I played the hell out of Gran Turismo for a long period of my life, oh, and yeah. I always did like the helicopter view, like behind the car, because when you don't have the buttometer, you can't feel the slide, but you can visually see the slide that way. And every time people would be like. Jeff, but you like real driving. Why aren't you looking at the cockpit view? And I would say I can I can't feel it. Yeah, I used to do but cockpit view see it in Gran Turismo view, so. a lot. Like so, but it's it's yeah. different using thumbsticks than it is actually oh, in the wheel. I had a steering wheel, and then seeing it. 
No, it doesn't matter. It's a, it's different yeah, yeah. watching it on the TV than having it in your face. You oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you know, like with, with, you... with the. Go on, Chrissy. Sorry. No, just with the with with it on, you don't realize you're not in the car. Like you just you just feel like you're in the car. So it, the mm. VR is super immersive, really. Yeah, that's yeah. the best part of that. So, well, then, so to that end, uh, in researching this, I found some seat bases, the like motion seat bases for. They're right now. I think the cheapest for a new one is three thousand dollars. I'm sure there's some really smart listeners to this show that are already trying to engineer, you know, repurposed uh, hydraulics from uh, uh, an abandoned flight simulator or something. But oh, like, I'm sure Chris given, Egan could make one in about a week and for exactly two hundred dollars. But but to that end, so knowing that technology and popularity always drives the prices down, and now looking at your challenges in adjusting from a tactile and sensory driving style to a visual simulation style, are you guys looking to upgrade in a couple of years? If the price becomes reasonable, sure, but at the kind of prices it is now, no way, not a chance. We also started it a week ago, so it's not like we're like <laughs> ready to race real time yes Jeff. i mean for three so, grand uh, i'll go and, and buy a miata is... and drive that around so <laughs> we'll do that anyway think about right. the amount of track time you can get for three thousand. I, I i think really it depends on what it is that you're trying to learn because are, are you trying to learn car control are you trying to learn visual cues are you trying to learn new tracks i mean when we talked about this a couple of weeks ago the, you know the, the the number one goal that everybody said was imagine being able to learn the tracks before we get there and it is so hugely with or good without at that. the butt odometer yeah. yeah with or without the butt odometer no matter how many times you spin you can learn the tracks but what i think i'm hearing you say chris is more than just learning the tracks learning breaking points entry points friction differences because they're yeah. so close is a newfound bonus yeah things like elevation changes and camber changes of the surface that you don't see in videos like you can watch videos of atlanta and it's like oh that's very nice so then you go there the first time you come up to that hill you go oh Oh, oh, holy crap (laughs) and that's the kind of thing you do get here um you know like like coming up to the the corkscrew at laguna you cannot see the other side and it's impossibly tight exactly the way i felt the first time i drove up to it in real life and i said what is this so and and at that track we watched a ton of video i made yeah. a track i felt like we were a little bit we were pretty well prepared but still the first time you went down that yeah. hill and this really yeah. helps for that which is one which is a nice thing um and you know if if you're it can help with just general suspension setup and ideas. Like, you know, you can just go out and testing. Now, if you're trying to learn suspension setup, great. Change the spring rate. Make Do something wacky. See how the car drives differently. Then do it the other way. Uh, see what happens. So you cool. can use it as a way to, to test and learn your own you know knowledge of suspension changes. Not that it's going to directly oh. correlate to your car, but it might be similar. Just the principles. It also has a um, – when with all the stuff that we're doing, if you, uh, if you get damage to the car, it will – damage it so you will have to either go into the pits and get it fixed or if you don't then you either see like if you hit a wheel it'll it will make it so that you you know have a bend in your wheel so you will see that so it's not like you you will no longer go straight at straight it like your wheel will have to be turned to go straight and you can see the front Mm -hmm. of the car crunched up and you know or if you just roll it you'd have to 
hit the escape button and they <laughs> does your uh does your steering wheel have the force feedback yes i think all the good ones yeah. these days but we don't too. have like a butt kicker vibration thing going on which you know i guess i i understand like vibration okay that's fine if i'm going over the curves i know what that's like i guess it's the motion that's the lack of motion that's really getting me so Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, and, and maybe the the butt kicker vibration would simulate those things. Possible, like, yeah, yeah. we're learning. Hmm. I mean, this is all really n- new for us. That's why we're kind yeah. of talking this through with everybody. We're not saying we're not experts yet. We're just new to this, like most of you all are. So, trying to see what happens. So, uh, last thing, uh, software. We've been mostly talking about iRacing, um, but there's also Assetto Corsa, R Factor, Project Cars, etc. Um, they're all a little different. All will run on PC. Some will run on a PS4 or an Xbox, too. So that's another might be um, entry-level way to get into this if you want to get started with the kind of thing. So look at the options and, and see what's best. A lot of them have different different cars, different tracks, different setups. Um, we kind of picked iRacing as it was the biggest and most polished, and we thought it would be the easiest to get groups together due to how big it is and, and kind of ubiquitous. So that's yeah, because a set of Corso, R Factor, and Project Cars won't run. Like they won't. We won't be able to race each other if you, think, if you picked up one of those. I, I don't. I don't know for sure. But I figured I racing be the one that the most people would be on if we wanted to connect to people. So that's why we picked that. Just kind of the big yeah. easy choice. As I understand the history of it, iRacing was actually developed by racers, and you have to use the name that is on your subscription credit card. So there's no, like, you know, Flyboy, B-O-I, you know. 69, duh. Yeah! Versus versus Leet Noob, you know. So it removes some of the temptation to be a complete clown because your actual name is out there. And they definitely do that and they also try to make sure that no one's ruining this as a troll really um like you have to earn licenses like you start off as a rookie and then you get your d c b a etc and you have to run a certain amount of time at each level being clean to get the next license so it stops you know, a troll coming in and going into an a level race and just driving backwards crashing just... everything right exactly mm-hmm. so Right. Um, so the, you, it takes time to work your way up the ladder in races. Like you can't just, oh, I'm gonna spend a weekend and be in A level. It doesn't work that way. Like you're, you have to put time commitment on to get up to the high level stuff. So I have only done test drive so far. That's it. So uh, we'll talk more about the software in a bit. Jeff, you had some other stuff on here. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I am a father who has a no not enough room in their house so uh my house is filled with other people's things um that we inherited (laughs) so so really i'm looking at the minimal setup you know like uh, you know my seat will probably be the seat that i'm sitting in now someday when i get to buy everything and plenty of people are running steering wheels and pedals on their desk in a regular office chair with a couple of screens um uncle dave posted a picture of a nascar development guy he knows ty majeski he has a folding folding chair majeski a folding chair a single screen on a desk with his shifter and his 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 um steering wheel bolted to the desk and the pedals on the floor. So the more you spend, the more you can spend. Uh, Chris just dropped, you know, 
did 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 you break a thousand? Did you come close, Chris? Oh yeah. I mean the computer, the wheel, oh, oh, the stand. I mean yes. yeah, yeah. That, that's a thousand. Then we got the Oculus too. So And and you could probably spend four or five more if you wanted to get motion and kickers and things. Oh yeah. So so there there's a there's a vast wide level and you really need to match it to what you have. Um, according to Uncle Dave, this guy Ty kicks his butt a lot, and he has iRacing sponsor and some sort of development NASCAR deal. So, and he's sitting in a folding chair. Like he's sitting a in a folding, folding chair, chair, a metal folding chair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's trying to you know simulate having a uh, quirky aluminum seat with no padding. <laughs> I think I it actually... had a butt pad. It just didn't have any back pad. <laughs> oh, go My, ahead uh... right now. My friend Tyler Hoffman, and uh, I've raced with him before too. Uh, uh, he had the you know, racer bachelor pad. The basement garage was full of race cars, and the dining room was a motion eye racing setup. But he just had his girlfriend move from Chicago, and they just got an apartment together. And I'm wondering out loud, where's that whole setup going to go? Because I'm pretty sure she's going to say, nope. Uh, a number of years ago, I built a really nice simulator for Gran Turismo, and I was using an old seat that I had laying around the garage and uh, a full steering wheel setup from that only worked on the PlayStation. And I did my best to make it not look like garage junk, and I had it uh, set up on nice wooden blocks that I sanded and stained and matched our furniture with, and I set it up in our office. My wife went, wow you really put a lot of work into this, but get it out. It, can't it, out, be, yeah. it just can't be here at all. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just want to say that like, I have been really looking at the used market and you could get setups in the two fifty to three fifty range. If you're willing to play, you know, not including the computer. I mean, the wheels, wheels, mm-hmm. pedals, stand, stand chair kind of seat, yeah 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 with you know and it's not going to be a real seat it's going to be you know an office some chair. kind of chair right yeah yeah two, two, 250 to 350 so if you already have the computer if you already you know you could get into this without a whole ton of money but you're going to have to go meet some sketchy guy who's <laughs> trying to sell you stuff off a of facebook marketplace so and <laughs> wants to trade you a um broken, broken, laptop. broken xbox yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's why he's selling the pedals because his Xbox uh, broke. So we kind of talked about this a little bit, but <laughs> exactly. also I would imagine there's plenty of going back to the discussion we just had. There's plenty of situations where uh, somebody's significant other has now said, "Yeah, you probably can't have that anymore," um, and then this is where they sell it on Facebook Marketplace. So that's not actually a bad idea to go look there because somebody mm. might have had that situation. Um, so I we already kind of talked about this, but when you go with the Oculus. Make sure you use it uh, and get and start to understand and play with it before you get into racing. Because I think, like we keep talking about how um, submersive it is, you really just, um, you know, get to understand how it works and feels. And um, and some people really have problems with uh, getting nauseous. And uh, I certainly do with racing. So uh, it, I didn't, though, when it wasn't racing, was it when it was not racing, when it was, um, you know, uh lightsabers and we were playing all kinds of games watching videos there's youtube for uh oculus amazing um, so there's a lot of things that we, you could yeah it was fantastic so i was i would suggest doing a lot of those things before you start driving with it yes mental uh, the 
bothered your stomach because I can't do those 3D combination rides at like Universal Studios where, you know, the screen shows you that you're moving and you're not because it will get me nauseous in a matter of seconds. And I'm yep. genuinely, uh, yeah, yep, that's how it works. Not, I did not need to hear that. What, yeah. what have you done to battle it? We're getting used to it mostly. Um, you know, short, uh-huh. short stints to kind of get used to what it is. And I think that's some of what it takes. I'm only having a problem after I take it off. Like I can be in it for an hour and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I take it oh, off. Yeah. It takes time to get reused to the reality. Yeah. Right. Again, it's same way like, like sea legs, right? It is. Absolutely. Like when you get, if I've, I've been in a boat for two weeks plus without getting on land, you get back on land, the land is still moving underneath you. It doesn't matter what you do. It just, it just is. But um, I have that problem that day on it like when you the second i get off i get i'm still woozy hmm. okay it's something to you're gonna have to get used to it if you want to use the vr so hmm. yeah i'm getting sick while i'm in it and then uh as soon as i get out i'm better but i've, I've only made it around i did summit main i think i did four laps maybe and then i had to get out Yep. So it's it's really something to get Yikes. used to. Yikes! So, yeah, okay, that we'll that frightens me quite a bit. Yeah, we'll we'll get to a little more of that in a second too. Um, I just I just want to talk a little about the software and what you get, and then we'll talk about actually using it a little more. So, so iRacing for a year is 110 bucks to join it for the year. They do have half price sales at Christmas and Black Friday and stuff. There's a sale right now actually, you know, half price. So do that. It does come with lots of cars and tracks, all different kinds of tracks, all different kinds of cars. Um, each software program that you might get is a little different there in what they include and how much variety they have. So when you're shopping around for which platform you want to be on, just look at that kind of thing. Um, so back to iRacing stuff, what's here, you can do unlimited testing all you want, just to, you know, drive around the track. Um, it's a great way to get used to it and things, and that's all up to you. You can change configurations. You can change um, weather conditions. Like you can go race Laguna in the snow if you want. So, I mean, because why not? <laughs> you, can, you can go race uh, Atlanta in the snow. Just Yeah, we've done that. Up for the race. Yeah. Only apparently when we're there, because this year, no. <laughs> well, it poured Friday. Anyway, um, so yeah, like we said before, you have to earn your licenses by running clean at each level. You know, keep gradually working your way up. The cars variety is everything from a Pontiac Solstice to Indy cars. You've yeah! Yeah! Yeah, you've got <laughs> rally cross, like international rally cross, BW Beetle things to NASCAR trucks. You've got uh, you know dirt stocks and dirt modifieds and legends cars, like all the you, you know, all the stuff you name it, it's in there pretty much. The, the the oval community actually seems to be pretty strong in this. Okay, um, a lot of the tracks. And a lot of the dirt tracks and a lot of the modified, you know, whatever TQ, whatever the hell you're running around in a circle in that little track, they, they seem to have big series and a lot of competition. Um, that's what uh, Uncle Dave and Workburger Aaron said is why they had iRacing setups. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, the, um, it, it's got everything in there, except that what it doesn't have is anything front wheel drive. Which I'm kind of sad because that's what my race car is, is front wheel drive. Oh. It's all of ours. <laughs> Fire off an email right now to the developers. Right. Dear F faces. <laughs> no, no. Robot arms. Why this do you here. not have you front not wheel have drive car in this thing? Exactly. Right. So, Why you know have Honda Civic? 
Signed, well, boy, three, 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 seven. Yeah. Listen here, buttonhead. <laughs> I need a Honda Civic. Well, and not even just a Honda Civic. Like, give us something. Like a be, Type R. A, a Type R. I, th- I feel like that's that's useful. I mean, it's it's not Gran Turismo where you can race a Daihatsu, you know, K Jet, whatever yeah. thing it was. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, it's 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 a little more focused than that. But you know, you start in the Miata, the Solstice, et cetera. You know, for for sports cars. So, um, I mean, the tracks they have, it's got all kinds of things. It comes with things like. Watkins, not Watkins, uh, Laguna Seca, Lime Laguna. Rock, Summit, Maine. Summit. Yeah, all, a lot of them you've heard of. Also, then you've got Dirt Ovals. You've got uh, Daytona. You've got, um, you know, uh, really all kinds of stuff. And if you're really starting to start paying for stuff, you can have Spa Francorchamps. You can have, you, know, you name it, it's all out there. Then the tracks are like 12 bucks for a new track to own it. And the different cars are, you know, twelve bucks I think too. Um, except like New Jersey Motorsports Park is an incomplete track. Like the track is good, but like the trees and things are not done. So then that's five dollars to get Thunderbolt. So, uh, Jeff, question: Can you alter the setups? Can you like put in the chicane or yes. take out the chicane? Okay. Yes. Hmm. Like yeah, New Jersey it, it says first chicane. Second chicane, both. Like you can put those in for Thunderbolt. Uh, like the when you first turn on Lime Rock, it puts this awful chicane. In. It puts the IMSA chicane in, which they put on the uphill ah. because the IMSA cars got so fast up the uphill they were getting air, so they put in this really tight chicane. But that's not the classic kind of sports car line through Lime Rock, so you have to change that. And then you also put they have the Big Ben chicane too. Again, part of people were going so fast when they went over the over the the elevation changes, they were getting air. Um, because Lime Rock was designed with with a guy bombing through the woods in his MGTC in the forties. So, <laughs> hell yeah, that's the one with the wooden frame. Exactly, yeah. well, wooden body frame. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, metal. So, what would you say the percentage? Not just I know that primarily uh, we have historically been limits, but what do you say the percentage of tracks that you guys run for NASA, for Champ, for all the stuff you've got planned? is available on that simulation. Let's just limit it to the East Coast tracks that you guys would run. I, like I heard third. Summit Maine. Like a third. Summit's there. Okay, that's 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 pretty good. Jersey's Jersey. there. Um, they have CMP Thompson, is there. Thompson's oval only, not the road course uh, at Thompson, just the oval. Oh, um, oh but we had a great time. I, I actually really enjoyed that. What? The, the dirt. Oh, that wasn't Thompson. That was something else. Yeah, oh, we, was it? Yeah, Chrissy and I, I found a dirt a dirt track. We took a dirt stalker out there. And it's fun because as you go, eventually you get dirt spattered up on your goggles. So on your VR, there's dirt <laughs> on it. So, so when Chris, I, I had so okay, much dirt on my helmet. And Chris so got cool. in after I did. And he was like, seriously? Like yeah. the whole thing was uh, was full of mud. You got to go to, to your be honest, to get the dirt you guys off. tried to, did you, did you try to wipe the Oculus with your hand? No. no. <laughs> now that'd be cool if it knew you were doing it and it cleared it and no. smeared it or no. smeared it. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we started trying all kinds of things just to get a you know, tray. Aside from doing you know, normal sports car courses in Solstices and Miatas, I did you know the NASCAR truck at Daytona, which is just put get in fourth, put your gas on the floor, and make small steering inputs and stay Day- stay. Daytona on- was not. The banking. Stay well, on the groove. Stay on the no, groove. No, we were trying. We're trying different things, though. Right. So that's why we decided it was and worth well, trying. 
Now, if you get Daytona, do you get like the road course and the oval, or yeah. do you get one? Of you the can other? change. You can do the different configurations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, like I did that, just uh, like I did just a normal Daytona oval in a NASCAR because I said, "Well, this is completely different. Let me try this." <laughs> and so I did that. It, it was, was boring. Not and then I did an Indy car in the same thing. It's a, it's exactly the same except. 220 miles an hour instead of 180 oh. so and, and you're did, lower to the ground well yeah. we decided that it was probably it's it, i'm sure it's gonna be more fun with other cars but since we're Absolutely. just test driving now we're still tr- trying to figure out how to make it go around so once you've got other people around it may it's i'm sure it's gonna be more fun oh, but yeah. the test Absolutely. drive right now not fun yeah and i did hmm. uh like global rally cross and i rolled that too and crashed <laughs> and, <laughs> and um yeah we talked about the dirt track and you know i tried a whole bunch of things just to see how it was and you know it's it's fun to try things that are new so but uh, i can yeah, yeah. see that we, we can have some fun with this and on our normal sports car stuff too but hey it'd be fun to have a uh e1r dirt track night like let's go i'll go out to the dirt track hell yeah <laughs> just just for something different yeah no, absolutely. And this is a great Bruce idea. would kick all of our asses and oh, we'd yeah. all be embarrassed. And then he'd have the Oculus Rift on and he'd puke in his suit, but keep driving. <laughs> yeah. He'd and be you, yelling, could, you could do that. No he'd problem. be yelling at Darren, I'm coming in. He'd be like, I'm in North Carolina. No, Don't so, bother. So we're, we're eating ice cream. You can't come in now. Yeah. Greg, Greg, like you would pull in and Greg like would, wouldn't stop watching uh, The Masked Singer, you know, yeah. while, while he's, I'm coming in. Okay. Yeah, we're almost ready. <laughs> So it's it's fun, Chrissy. What do you think of it? What you you tried it out too? Um, yeah. So well, I we didn't really mention we had some struggles trying to get it set up. Uh, you did a fair amount of uh, Google searching, and we were having some problems with the connectivity on uh, the steering wheel. Wouldn't work. It wasn't. It would not. Um, didn't recognize the pedals. Uh, we just were having some issues set with the setup. We finally got it fixed, but uh, it was that was a little bit of, of a struggle. You were excited to use it, and all of a sudden you're just like, none of this works. And that was mostly PC it stuff. It was trying like it wasn't recognizing it. It wasn't recognizing when stuff was doing it. Oh, you had to get a driver. It. I did. I had to get drivers because you actually have to do that with PC is go out. I would like a driver, please. And it you know, doesn't just happen. Yes. So, um, it, so And the Oculus, you, you have to have a very special cord to make it work. It has to be a USB a to C, but 3.0 specs, and those are hard to find. Um, you know, to get one that works that so way. So that took us even longer. To, right. Then you have to tell the computer you yeah. want to use the Oculus for this instead of the monitor. So like you're in with the monitor, which is to your, which is ours, is to my left, and the mouse is to my left. And I'm trying to get it ready, and but you have to hold the Oculus <laughs> facing forward so it knows where like home. He like, keeps saying like, is. why is my why can't I see only half the screens? Because every time he he would look over, he would move the Oculus to that <sighs> direction. And if I hit, oh, if yeah, I hit, tell it we're straight. If I hit ahead, go is right. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. So it's just we're struggling. Uh, I it, the, I love the Oculus. I we ha- I have a great time. Like every when we were playing with it with it before the racing, um, we were having a really good time with it. So that's so fun. Who's uh, the master? Who's the uh, the lightsaber sword master? Uh, I was playing other games. I was dancing. That's not the question. Who is the lightsaber we sword master? We need more people to try it. But probably Len yeah. so far. Let's say Len. Probably Len, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were, and my dad was playing too. Yeah. But anyway, so. Uh, well, I can't race, wait to visit to try it out. Racing yeah. is still up in the air. Um, I'm sure it'll be fun, but I don't 
get super excited to go play because I know it's just going to make me sick. Uh, it's really, and I start getting sick when I start spinning. Uh, as soon as I, like, if you're driving straight and it's fine, you're thinking about where you're going on the track for next. But as soon as you, like, tank slap, that motion is where it starts to just, I just, I, I talk about throwing up actively. Yeah, so yeah. Well, that's the we're thing so I'm used to how it's supposed to feel. And we yes. don't feel that. Well, but, but actually, that's exactly what's happening in your brain. And I'm sure mental will chime in on this. It's when your visual, with the, with the visual information that your eyes are getting are not matching what your inner ear balance is doing. Yeah. That's how yes. I do it. Yeah. No, that's exactly. That is the. Your, your eyes are arguing with your, uh, your. Uh, balance. balance receptors in your in your inner ear yes. and and i don't know why the stomach bothers to get involved in that it would be so much easier <laughs> if the stomach would just stay out of the discussion chris yeah the, like when i used to do offshore sailboat passages the only time i'd really have a problem is if i'd wake up in the middle of the night and i'd st- get out of my bunk and stand up and the it's a sailboat so it's healed over 20 degrees so i'm standing and the room isn't straight and like where is it and that yeah. you suggest throw me for a loop it was just you, really because your up, brain run, thinks run it for should the deck. be straight exactly and, yeah so mm-hmm. yeah and it was because i was waking up yeah, i was so still in I animal think, brain uh, mode and not in like logic of this is how it's supposed to be oh kind of, yes so yeah so I, I, my one my couple tips if you when we get started i think it's been helpful to start on tracks you know so that is one one less thing you have to learn as you're trying to figure out set up and i was like basically power shifting when i was shifting because it, it was just normal shifting but that we have a short shifter uh, set up so it's it very and it actually had to be you have to shift slower for it to recognize it so things like that are helpful that if you know where you're going it's it's better to learn all of the inputs and and how you react to all of it so that would be one of my suggestions um to get it and and really only i could i can only do a couple laps at a time I feel like that's going to make us smoother in the car, though, if you're not, like, trying to, you know, angry shift or manhandle the car. You're learning to have the delicate inputs. I think it's more of I usually do have very delicate inputs. It's that I was shifting normally, like, in my car, kind of. And it, this is you have to be much uh, more careful and slower than I was planning. Like, if you're just going down <laughs> a straight, I'm going to start in first and then shift, you know, pretty quickly to get up to forth but i have you have to do it slower and easier on, on this setup than i do like in our well, race car or well, in my a car. lot of it's the rec- the shifter recognizing the gear changes you have to go just a little yes. slower than we would normally so I, it actually works out all right for me with mechanical sympathy but jeff's going to get in it and he's not going to be able to make a gear change because he goes slam the gear like so like he's so drag racing a talent exactly and it's not going to work about to say <laughs> right it sounds like from the recent video <laughs> review that chrissy and i really need this <laughs> no, you just, need to stop, you just need to stop downshifting as often. You don't need third gear. I, I, Fourth I know, is good. Fourth I know. Is I, good. I, Thompson, Thompson was uh, was a bit of a struggle for me to find the right gear. Much better in New Hampshire, I promise. Great. Fantastic. We're on video anyway, to show it, so it's fine. Besides the point. <laughs> right. Do we have anything else on iRacing? I'm so jealous. I do not have any kind of iRacing yeah. setup. Uh, I will um, be I'm totally with you on that one, my Jeff. My shekels. Totally well, just come and out and see try what it. what I can put together uh, uh, for the post-Christmas sale. 
Wow. Uh, lab at school. Ooh. What about your I lab feel Jeff school? putting on another clinic for his uh, for some of his <laughs> students. Right. So we missed what you said about your lab at school because everyone got really slow until Michael oh. shut his video off. So um, keep your video off, Mental, because that's only that's working nicely. Um, what about your lab, Jeff? I said. I, we have an esports lab at school oh, okay. that has wonderful machines, and I have access to it because it doesn't lock twenty four seven. So I just got to buy a wheel and bring it over. Excellent. Very nice. Ooh. Yeah. Cool. All right. So anyway, so anything we'll, else on iRacing before we move on? No, we'll have we'll have more as we learn more about this. Really, that's what this is all about. Is we have no idea what we're doing, so we're gonna figure this out together. And, and if any be, of you, go ahead, Jeff. I was gonna say, and eventually we'll be hosting nights, E1R nights, and you can all come aboard and embarrass us in real time, not just yelling at your radio in your car. Exactly. And before that happens, folks, if any of you find one of these setups underneath your Christmas tree, or Santa, or Krampus, or whoever brings you uh, one of these, uh, feel free to show off your setup and uh, get a hold of us on any of our social media. Now it's time for Just the Tip. It's still pretty funny. Okay, so um, this is a... music in the background. We're like... Okay, go on. You could sing it and do the same thing. That'd be hilarious. Okay. Now it's time for Just the Tip. Thank you. Okay, so... Don't be dumb, don't drive impaired or distracted. So this is a normal PSA. Uh, But especially around the holidays, you you might be going to parties. Other people might be if you aren't. So uh, just be smart and don't drive impaired. Plan ahead if you can. Uh, You've got options. Call a family family member or friend. Uh, They will be happy that you did. If possible, get a new or lift. Don't think about what it might cost. It will be more expensive if you die. And uh, I added distracting to this uh, in addition to this impaired list because driving distracted uh, can seem like you are, uh, you are impaired to other drivers. And because if you're swerving all over the place, you could hit something or someone just as you would if you were impaired. So do whatever you need to do. Pull over. Do it, handle it, not while you're driving, uh, and and as I said it, and forget it. You're listen to just make th- listen to my my voice and think about that when you're doing it. Um, we don't need uh, any more tragedy in our lives, so stop. Don't add to it by doing something stupid. Uh, lastly, also uh, check your road rage. So I wrote this earlier. I'm driving home. There were slow people in the left lane. Uh, I was getting annoyed. There's a lot of people out wherever you're traveling. Just take a deep breath. Calm down. Stop yelling at the drivers that are driving too slowly and just deal with it. Get there uh, if you feel quickly. like being angry, just put on our show and yell at us. That's right. Yell at me. Uh, I was also going to say, distracted driving, do not tend to your dog in the back seat, <laughs> Even if you're nope. a Tesla. <laughs> yes, or your crying child or anything like that. Don't do it. All right. Anything else for the good of the order? We're going to move on to my favorite part of the show. Thank you for downloading us. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of 
virtual everyone racers we hope you'll join us in the world of driving racing and building because everyone can be a racer even you if you enjoyed this podcast subscribe it's totally free then go to itunes and give us a five-star rating even if you hate us give us five stars and tell us why do robot arms while you type it that would be helpful if you have any questions with a lift yes listen here at faith if you have any questions or show ideas, drop a comment on our Facebook page, Everyone Racers, or email us at everyone.racers at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram or Twitter at everyone.racers. Thanks again, and until next week, where we're going to be doing our end-of-the-year show. Wow, has it really been another year? Woo. Yeah. Woo. An- another year of Keep the Shiny Side Up. Unless there is no shiny side, then just keep the wheels down. <laughs>